Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We got Chris Schubert producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all your sports wagering information and needs. They've got it all MLB, NBA playoffs, esports. They've got the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Everything that you can imagine for sports, you can live bet. It's all there over at Bet Online. We got a deal for you. Head on over to the website. You can use your mobile device. Sign up today. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, bet online, it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Friday to you. Happy Takes on Takes Day to you. Episode 153 of this godforsaken concept that uh, I have been told by Little Birdie that the takes got weird this week. So we may have to plan accordingly. I don't know if Chris is still with us or not. He might have already dipped out Mm -hmm. for Dr. Show. Oh, he's still here. We are in a new multiverse with some of these takes that I got this oh, week. What a great crossover reference, Chris. So, I have great appreciation for that. Just like I have appreciation for Joe's hoodie. Is that what I think it is? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, can we're you stand it? Can you, can you let me see a little more of it? I mean, it's just the same pattern, the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I understand pattern. that. I just want to see how it looks on you. Oh, wow. He flexed on us. If I stand oh, up, it's going to be give really you, I mean, give you a little. Then you'd have to see what's in my, uh, you know, below the waist, and you know that's not for uh, for oh, everyone's yeah, viewing yeah, pleasure today. Yeah. Uh, promo code TDN twenty at Legends. <laughs> uh, they got great stuff. I'm repping uh, some of our stuff from last weekend for our series with them, honoring some of the top uh, draft process performers uh, in this past year's class. Draft Legends, Joe rocking uh, something that was in my cart but did not make the final cut when I got my mm. actual delivery. So. I'm a little no, This was this was the I'm gonna this ask for that other back, back to the website. No, no, I gotta keep that one too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I gotta keep uh, that. Take one. Master. Yeah, yeah. Um I get we're gonna call you the watcher today. Okay. The multiversal watcher since you know I, did you even watch What If? I didn't haven't had time to watch it. I'm hoping to watch that like ASAP. But what is this yeah. movie you're going to see? What is this? So I'm going to see Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, um, which is the latest. Very excited Marvel for movie. Patrick Stewart. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, and Kyle, I have not. I'm not fully caught up on What If. My summer is being spent catching up on all the Marvel series. Uh, we got Obi Wan coming out. So the summer times when I can actually catch Can't up wait. on a lot of this stuff. So. I'm very excited. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're, the movie came out last night, Joe, at midnight. So there are literally showings at the movie theater 10 seconds from my house every half hour, like just on the dot every half hour. So we're going to probably try to sneak out of work a little early today to to, hit, to head over and see one of them. But wow. set uh, it on a work, set it on a recorded yeah, work care. obligation. Wow. I don't care. You see how well the draft went for us last week? I, I, it's a win. I can go see the movie. We're good. Oh, he's he's victory laughing. All right, let's, let's get into some takes. What do you got for us? I know you said you got a lot of... A lot of takes, a lot of good ones to get into. So let's smash as many of these in in 25 minutes as we can. Uh, this first one from Jonathan Mason, and it allows us to play one of our favorite games that we love to play on this show. 
The Steelers have a top five offensive skill player unit in the league with Johnson, Claypool, Pickens, Austin, Firemuth, and Najee. So we get to play our favorite game of, can we name five teams better than the Steelers in terms of their offensive skill player unit? I don't think he... Okay. George Pickens doesn't get credit for anything yet, does he? Right. He's never played in the league. He's played, haven't played it down. Okay, let's play the game anyway. Uh, Joe, would you rather have Philadelphia's skill players or Pittsburgh's? A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Godert. I don't really care about the running backs. It was just the first team that came Miles to Sanders. mind because I just saw something on Instagram about A.J. Brown wearing his Philly jersey. Uh, yeah, I would. I would pick uh, Phillies. Seattle. Why, what, why, why are you picking these teams? What are you doing here? Yeah, it's, I'm uh, starting low, no. and we're going to work the bar up. You got Lockett, Metcalf, Noah Fane. We're going to spend 25 minutes on this one thing. of running guys. That's why I started with it. God bless it. 85 running backs. Their tight end is Noah Fane. Yeah, I'm taking Noah that. Fan. Okay, Lock right. It yeah, so yeah. Uh, we're not even taking the layups. Would you like to get one in so I don't get yelled at by Chris, even though 25 minutes is 25 minutes, no matter how we spend it? The Cincinnati Bengals. Do we even have to do this? I mean, no. the, the Rams? Yeah, they just brought in Allen Robinson. Robinson so they traded Cup. Robert Woods for Allen Robinson. Makers. Their backs. Yeah, I'm good. Take that. Um, I mean, we only need one more. Here, what, Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Oh, a million percent. Yes. Yeah. million percent. We, we, we didn't even, so we're we, already out of five. And we didn't even really try. We got the five. Right. So, no, sorry, Jonathan. Not going to happen. Imagine being Michael and not enjoying fun and having this take for us today here on the show. Is As this Michael fun, from Premium Slack, Michael? I don't know. This is this is from this is from Twitter. So if he put this in a Premium Slack okay, so and it was there as well, I don't. I'm not privy to that. I have one Premium Slack take because you made sure to mention it to me about Jermaine Johnson. So we're oh, gonna get the, we're Chris, gonna get they, to that one. They brought a, they brought a lot last night. So maybe I'll. I can sneak in there and look at looking some more. This this take for Michael. Imagine imagine not liking fun. As fun as draft trades are. Teams shouldn't be able to trade them. They earn those picks and should have to stick and pick. Also, compensatory picks shouldn't be a thing. Pay the player or let them go, period. Imagine being this anti-fun, Michael. Imagine. I just don't understand the logic behind it at all. Like, they earn those picks so that they get to pick them. Well, no, you earn the pick, and then you have the opportunity to do what you want with the pick. <laughs> the pick can be used on a player. It could be used on a, a different draft picks. I don't get it at all. Kyle, do me a favor. Just center that up a little bit for me real quick and just hold it there for just a second. Yeah, just a, okay. Nope, the other way. The other way. There you go. A little bit upwards. Perfect. I'm going to keep it right there. Okay, we've got today's thumbnail for the show. Perfect. Thank okay, Thank I you figured as much. much. Yeah, that's exactly um, what we're going for. Yes, I'm all the way out on the stake. Next, please. Thank you, next. Uh, Ariana okay, Grande's so we'll, we'll, hit the, we'll hit the premium slack with the one that was like <laughs> tagged for me. Take Kingsley Enigbare records more sacks as a rookie than Jermaine Johnson. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't here's think the thing, so. Here's the thing that, that I can see a pathway for Kingsley and Ibarri playing meaningful snaps, but Green Bay, sure. you figure, is going to be winning more games versus the Jets, and therefore Jermaine Johnson should get more pass rush opportunities. Theoretically speaking. Okay, so we're in agreement on this. I was I was worried that there was going to be some. Well, Johnson Johnson's just the better player too, right? Like, just pick right. the better player. He is. This take from Dexter Ryan Tannehill. It says is be, but I'm assuming he means will be the most boring starting quarterback to watch in the NFL. You just threw my man completely under the bus for grammar there. I'm sorry. If I read it as Ryan Tannehill is be the most boring starting quarterback to watch in the NFL, it doesn't sound just right. Fill so I, just fill in the blank. Just fill in the just fill in the blank. Assume meant will be. It's fine, Dexter. You know, it's okay, Dexter. At least, at least you don't have Michael's take. Boring. Being anti -fun. Big fan of Dexter's lab. Oh, I'm sure you know. Cool. You know. I get so I get yelled at if I said that. Kyle says it, and everybody. Thinks no, it's, it's 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 a good pop culture reference. Dexter's lab is awesome, Joe. You're no, out here. Like I got Ren and Snippy on my mind now, too. Happy, happy, joy, joy. And Snippy, you idiot. You idiot. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Very good. I, 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 I had to save up like 20 of, 25 of those box tops for cereal to get a Ren and Snippy uh, magnetic dartboard, damn it. I loved Ren and Snippy. Wow. Yep. That's, I, this is why we're best friends. That's great. <laughs> so I'm Ryan sorry. Tannehill, like, boring. Like, no, he's not. Like... Matt Ryan's one of the best quarterbacks like of our time, but he's definitely more boring than Tannehill. Oh, yeah. Is he? So what do we define as boring? Because Drew Locke's a boring quarterback, but he does some things that are going to make it entertaining. Would you say that about Jared Goff, too? Is that like Kirk Cousins? These guys are like it, just back throw and back foot and throw the ball. Those guys are boring to me. Davis Mills. I, Tannehill's sure. more interesting than I, those I, players. I can put Mac him in the Jones? bucket for contenders for most boring. Mac you know what? Jones? You know what I did this morning? I went back and I rewatched the highlights from Week 18 of the the Dolphins Patriots game. Now it was boring offense for about 40, 42 minutes, and then he just started chucking it, and they got a couple of PIs and a couple checkdowns and completions underneath. They went for a big run, so I I would put yeah. I would be comfortable putting Ryan in that bucket. Ooh. I'll say he's above that bucket. Okay, that's fine. Max slid into the DMs with with a combo take. He's calling his shot already on the 2023 NFL Drive class. And listen, I'm not going to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we'll just put this out here. Max says the running back class for the 2023 draft will be the best class in the last 15 years. And then he doubles down and says the 2023 tight end class will be as good if not better than the 2017 class, which was O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, David Njoku, Gerald Everett, Jonu Smith, George Kittle. Um, 15 years ago would be... 2007. Not a math guy, 2007. Well, seven years, 15 years... Hold on, are we going to do 15 years from 2023? So the two, 2008 Yeah, be, NFL that'd be 2008. Draft. Okay, I've got it up. Is that like AP? Uh, that was Darren McFadden, fourth overall. So hopefully he doesn't mean oh. Jonathan Stewart. 
Rashad Mendenhall, Chris Johnson, all first-round running backs. Felix Jones, a first-round running back. Let's just sort this by running back just to make it easy on ourselves here. So we can are we, see I mean, are we really going to be able to answer this question? This, this, this draft had Chris Johnson, Matt Forte, Ray Rice, Jamal Charles. That's unbelievable. It's a great class. Already. I would Rashad say law Mendenhall. of averages will dictate it probably will not be that good of a class, even though I really like some of the backs that are eligible for this right. year's class. B. John Robinson, Jameer Gibbs. Shout out B. John Robinson players, with man. that NIL deal. Yeah, big Austin. shout out to B. Let's John go. Robinson. Oh, did he really? You, you didn't see this, Joe? Got a Lambo. No, that would require me Lambo to scroll my timeline. Wow. Imagine. My guy's too busy out on the links watching Ren and Stimpy. No, it wasn't, it wasn't Tuesday. It wasn't Tuesday. He wasn't out on the links. No, I'm I too busy uh, getting yelled at by Carolina Panthers fans for me to get on Twitter at all yesterday. You know what, Joseph? The morning. What a great segue. You didn't even know this, but Jared Santana Taken said, true or false, Joe Marino has become enemy number one with, with the Panthers fan base. Guys, he shouldn't be public enemy yesterday? number one for being honest. He shouldn't be no public right. enemy some, number one for being honest. It's completely ridiculous. I go on WFNZ. They do a great job. And I, I'm, I'm talking about the draft class. I'm raving about the draft class. I wrote about the draft class. I gave it an A. I was asked the question, do I think that Matt Corral can be the Carolina's Panther, Carolina Panthers franchise quarterback? And I said, no, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. And I talked about some of my concerns with Matt Corral. And Panthers Nation lit my ass up all day long slandering me for not believing that Matt Corral is going to be the Panthers franchise quarterback. I gave the damn class an A. But they can't get over that I didn't think that their third-round quarterback that has limited skill coming from a hard-to-transition-from offense is going to be their long-term answer, their franchise savior. Sorry, right. I didn't and think we, that was going to be can make this We can make this very simple, right? Because if the Panthers don't have a successful season this year, odds are Matt Rule is going to be fired, correct? Yeah. And then guess what? Do you think a new head coach is going to want to tie himself to a third-round quarterback that he didn't pick. Right, right. No, and I even done. said, I was it like, you know. What, it doesn't matter what Matt Corral is. Unless you make the playoffs no, this year no question. you have a very highly competitive season, It's it's the odds are not in your favor anymore, period. Well, what killed me is like so many people responded with, nobody knows right now. Nobody knows. You can't tell us that he won't be the franchise quarterback. Nobody knows. Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, you know, he could be that next player. And it's like. You know what I'm going to yeah. do next time? Anytime I'm on you Carolina can bet Panthers on the statistical radio, outliars and, right. and assume that yeah. it's going to happen, Go ahead and you, you got to do it. Yep. I'm just going to. I'm just going to answer Brady. every question. I saw question Tom Brady with, invoked in your mentions. Of course, it was ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to respond no. with, "We'll see." Yeah, we'll see. You know, nobody. We'll see. We'll see. Like, that's the worst radio imaginable. I gave an opinion. It's not even a hot take to think that a third round pick won't be your franchise savior. Listen up, folks. I got to tell you about our friends over at Auto Approved. Too many people. In fact, most people are paying way too much on their vehicle loan. Auto Approved offers auto refinancing, motorcycle refinancing, and auto lease purchasing. In fact, in 2021, Auto Approved customers saved on average $164 per month. That's what they do. They help you lower your monthly payment with auto approved vehicle owners can lower their monthly payment get a better rate or both auto approved it's the simplest way to save thousands on your car payment think about what you can do with hundreds or even thousands of dollars in savings 
on your car payment. You can do other things. Maybe it's a vacation, projects around the house, even more time spent on the golf course. Take your tailgate to the next level with more money in your pocket and to find out how much money you can save and to claim your $100 cashback offer, visit autoapprove.com slash believe. So right, I have a take. Okay. I have a take. I have a take. Please, please. I like, we, we like Matt, right? Like we had a chance to talk sure. with Matt. And, you know, we, I really enjoyed our conversation with Matt. But if you look at his profile physically and you look at the transition from the offense that he played in to the NFL, and I'm just going to use the spectrum of Carolina Panthers quarterbacks. He's closer to Will Greer than he is to Jake DeLone. Billion percent. That hurts, but it's true. Now they'll light my ass up, too. Welcome to the party. At Kyle. grinding the tape. <laughs> Should have just kept my mouth Kyle, shut. do you think that – no, no, I'm giving you the same damn question. Kyle, do you think that Matt Corral can be the Carolina Panthers franchise quarterback? You know, anything could happen, but I just sat here and told you I think you look at his profile as a quarterback, and he profiles closer to Will Greer than he does Jake DeLong. Hey, the fact that you said anything could happen is going to give you better uh, standing in, in the in the, in the the world of Panthers fans and not never me saying say I never. don't think there's much of a chance of that. Yeah. We'll see. Was that Chris, your take, Kyle? Of this. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I had a couple of these, and I and I and this is I'm not making it about my team, but there were multiple people that brought these things up to me. Okay, this is multiple takes about this, so I'm going to just read a bunch of them. Uh, we had one from JRM who said the Jets are already better on paper than New England. And we had P-Mart say, following the draft, the Jets can at least get to 500 in its AFC East divisional games and be in contention for a playoff spot until week 15. I had somebody reach out, I believe it was like late last night, and say the New England Patriots will battle for third in the AFC East with a good chance to finish last with the Jets three and Miami two. And then this guy, Justin, also added, Kyrie Elam will finish as the best rookie corner this year due in part to the surrounding secondary in Buffalo. So a lot of takes about the status of the AFC East following the draft. You Jets fans. Seems like the main was about the, feeling the Jets. Right and... oh, Here's don't the thing don't about let the me Patriots in with everybody else, please. No. We, we've been down on the Patriots, and, and they've given us reason to be down on the Patriots. But, you know, Belichick still coached that team to seven wins two years ago. And they're probably not as good talent-wise as they were two years ago. But they – one thing that Belichick does know how to do is, like, come up with winning scripts. And, you know, it's not necessarily the same script as everyone else, but good game plans on defense, run the football, play – outstanding special teams, you're going to have a chance. I don't know if the Jets have found scripts yet with this coaching staff and this personnel that leads me to believe that even though they may have exceeded them from a talent perspective, there's too many wild cards there with the Jets for me to sit here and tell you today that I think that the Jets are going to be the third-place team in the AFC East. I think it can happen, but I have a little bit more comfort based on the Patriots and what I've known about this, this regime. Um, so obviously I run locked on dolphins and my timeline is filled with dolphins fans that go find takes of other fan bases and it includes the jets and, and jets fans are obviously, and rightfully so very optimistic right now coming off the draft that Joe Douglas just pieced together. Uh, I would say there are too many unknowns with this team to have the certainty 
that the Jets are or are not going to take the jump. I think there's no question at all that they are a much more talented football team than they were 12 months ago. And that's a testament to the team building process and the Jets uh, collecting assets and doing a rebuild the right way. Uh, But how those pieces materialize and manifest themselves by actually playing is going to determine. Would I be surprised if we get to the end of the year and we say, hey, the Jets are probably more physically talented than than the New New England Patriots? No, I wouldn't. But I'd it's a possibility right now. It's within the realm of the multiverse, right? To, to bring it all back together. But also within the realm of the multiverse is the young players don't take steps forward for whatever reason. And the Jets find themselves in, in the position that they've kind of been consistently struggling to get out of, which is that fourth place uh, position in the AFC East. I can see a path though. We had a bit of a tattle take from Joe. Joe Romano hit me with this one, and it was about Pete Carroll. And I'll read you the tweet. Pete Carroll says if Drew Locke went in the 2022 draft, he would have been the first quarterback picked. No. Why would we think that? Uh, Pete Carroll thinks that. I'm not saying you think that. Because he was in the 2019 class, and he was the third quarterback that was, picked yeah. behind Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins. Like I don't, I don't see that at all. Well, and Kyler was in that class too. So he's a Kyler, yeah, the number one pick. He's a fourth quarterback taken. I think Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins compare very favorably to the cluster of quarterbacks that we've considered at the top of the twenty twenty two class. And we know that. Okay, so do we have to ask ourselves two questions? One: Would Drew Locke have? move the needle for the 19 teams picking before the Steelers. The Seahawks will probably tell you yes. Would the, would the Seahawks have picked him at number nine? Is that what they're telling us? Because that would be insane. And then you have to be convinced that the Pittsburgh Steelers would opt for Drew Locke over Kenny Pickett, and I don't think that would be the case. So I think Pete Carroll's wrong about this. I think Pete is rightfully going to bat for his young quarterback that's in a position where everybody spent the last four months calling for his head before he even played it down for the franchise. And I think that's all this is. I have another anti-fun take for you. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's not anti-fun. It's it's clearly anti what we do at TDN, though, for sure. Ian down by the river sent this one in. (laughs) Players should be able to join free agency straight out of college replacing the draft because of the unbalanced pick value from draft class to draft class and it gives players the chance to maximize their value ian you what are you doing man what you're talking to the draft network like dude this is our job yeah but like take that away it's still not a good idea so there there have been conversations about these types of ideas in other sports to minimize the idea of tanking And I think there would be a very, very cool, there's a very cool middle ground, right? In that if you gave rookie, if you, like the NBA could do this because it's a two round draft. And I'll just very quickly say this example. If you gave every pick slot a dollar amount, right? So the first overall pick could offer a guy a contract worth X per year, right? But the team picking like 27 
could give a team that's less money Y dollars per year. And then it's a quote-unquote free agency where the player can pick. They can either pick to go to a good established team like a Golden State, a Phoenix, a Memphis, a a Philadelphia, a Brooklyn, a team like that. Or if they want the most dollars, they can go to an Oklahoma City, a Washington, a team that's picking higher up in the draft. You could do it that way. I don't know how much legs there would be to something like that. And again, it would not work in a seven-round environment like the NFL draft or even in the 70, 100 rounds that the MLB draft has. If tanking was a problem in the NFL, we can have these conversations, but tanking is not a problem in the NFL. The NFL teams don't tank. They don't. I would agree, Joe. I would agree. They will deliberately enter a season not having spent all their assets, but every coach and player on those teams is trying to win. Right. As evidenced by the times in which there has been inferred hopes for tanking, the teams end up not getting the first round, the first overall pick anyway. Right. You want one more, two more? Um, uh, I, I would leave you with this. If the NFL draft was such a problem, I would imagine the NFL Players Association would not have ratified it as a part of their collective bargaining agreement with the NFL. That's a great point. Kyle. And guess what? Guess, guess what? It's it's not going to go anywhere because you know who benefits from the CBA? The players. The established players in the NFL. You know who doesn't get a vote in what the CBA looks like? The Rookies, young players, college players who are not in the NFL. Yep. All right. Talk to the players. Go ahead. Russell Brown. It's got two takes for us here. Nicobe Dean for Nicobe Dean for Rookie of the Year, especially with those juicy odds at plus eighteen hundred. Love the idea of Davis. Can you let me finish the take? That's the question. That's the question. Love the idea of Davis Cox playing in front, eating up space gaps, and allowing Dean to do his thing. And then he also adds in a summer scouting ranking comment. Also. Jalen Catalan over Brandon Joseph for summer safety rankings. I don't know. Brandon don't Joseph know. has to earn my trust back. Yeah, you you and Brandon Joseph are on thin ice right now. We're not on speaking terms. And Catalan's tiny, stuff. right? Yes. Tiny player. Can I can I go with Jordan Battle? That was that's not I mean, if you want to put him over both of those guys, sure. Yeah, and I think I probably would right now. But uh, that's all I have. We need to know if Nicobe Dean is going to play. I mean, maybe there's good odds on putting a few bucks on him, but yeah. Cuse Kyle. Devin Lloyd will have more sacks than Trayvon Walker in their rookie years. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) Maybe. That's not bad. What what kind of odds can I get on that? I might take that. I don't. It was a take, not a... No, bet online. Bet online. Let's make it happen. Give me the prop. How many? How many? You got money for I, me. You know, I'll, I'll write my. I do this piece every year where I predict the, the rookie sack totals. Rookie sack numbers. Right. So, for Trayvon, I don't know. I I think him maybe like four or five. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be kind of like what you're expecting from him? I'd probably put him down for four and a half. So right where right where I said. So yes. like Devin Lloyd would have to get five sacks, which is. Pretty big number for like just a regular Mike linebacker, but he's not just a regular Mike linebacker. I know he's got that. He's got that pass rush move, right? So it's we'll see, be close. and we will see all of you next week. 
Kyle Krabs, Joe Marion, Chris Schubert, the Draft Dudes, Takes on Takes. Thank you, everybody who submitted takes. Thank you, everybody who watched or listened to the show. Have a great weekend. We'll talk with you guys again on Monday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.